0: Hey, sweet friends, and welcome to the Restoration Road Podcast. I'm so excited to be able to share with you today what the Lord has really been putting it on my heart to share. One of the things that I've really been thinking about is just how in the world that we're living in today, it can be so easy to become discouraged, to become overwhelmed, to become kind of bogged down with this feeling of depression even a little bit, but we have to believe as believers that we are overcomers. And in Revelation 3.21, it says, to the one who overcomes, and that is good news, my friends, because as believers in Christ, the Lord is speaking to us as believers. In Revelation 3.21, it says, to him who overcomes, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I overcame and sat down with my father on his throne." The good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that we are overcomers because of the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And we've got to heed the words of Paul that say in Galatians 6-9, do not grow weary, do not grow weary of doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And the only way we cannot give up is to be rooted in God's word and clinging to the promises that are trustworthy and true. The the promises of God that help us to cling to our faith and believe that we will overcome and that we will be standing face to face with him when he calls us home. And the truth is, it's not easy, especially in the times that we're living in. I know if you're like me, you've recently been watching in the news, everything going on, the horrible, horrible tragedy in Afghanistan and all those Christians who were left there and the women and the children who not only do we know, but they know, they know what's coming. And... As believers in Christ, they also know that when they cling to the hope of God, they will see him face to face, and it may be sooner than they anticipated, but we know as believers that Jesus is the good news, and Jesus is what matters, and he is what we focus on no matter what. And in this world, it says that we will have suffering, we will have trials, there will be tribulation. And as the birth pangs get closer and closer together, and we're seeing it now more than ever with everything going on with COVID, with the pandemic, with things going on overseas, it is so evident that something is shifting in our world. And as believers, we can either choose to set our sights on things above and keep fighting the good fight, or we can allow the enemy to to bog us down with fear, discouragement. Satan wants to depress us and press us down. He gives us a spirit of depression and oppression, and he pushes us down so that there's no fight left in us. And we can't afford to let the enemy win. We can't afford to let the enemy have the final say over our emotions and what we believe and what we cling to. When he can get us in a spirit of discouragement. We will start to believe those lies. And so we've got to cling to the promises of God and get in his word. His word will sustain us. The same gospel that saved you will also sustain you. And so that is why it is so important now more than ever to know God's word, to hide his word in your heart, to spend time seeking him, seeking his face, seeking his wisdom and not shrinking back and also it's so important to as believers to have a community of faith a faith community around you who can encourage you there's over 57 one another's in the new testament that jesus gives us to encourage one another to admonish one another to lift one another up there's all these one another's and we can't one another ourselves we have got to be one anothering each other. And in order to do that, we have to be in community. And so if you are finding yourself in a place of isolation because you're afraid or because you're anxious about everything going on around you, please know that that is not the way that Jesus wants us to live our life. If you can find the courage to reach out and find a friend, a believer, and say, "I'm struggling." Let them be your one another. Let them be the one who can speak life into your dry bones and speak encouragement into your weary soul and into your heart. I really want to camp out um, in First Peter chapter five, seven through eleven today, and really talk about the importance that Peter gave us when it when he tells us in his word to be sober minded. And a lot of us can read that and think, okay, well he's telling us don't drink. And yes, that's true. Many times in scripture the Lord tells us not to be drunk with wine, not to be um you know, so drunk with wine that we are not present in our right mind and in our bodies. And that is extremely important as well as being sober minded and balanced and able to be present. And so, you know, there's so many times that we can get drunk on anger or drunk on fear or drunk on self-pity. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, drunk on wine or alcohol or a substance. We can get so taken away and swept up in our own Pride that we are not fully present in our right mind and in our body. And so, when we can think about it in those terms, this verse in scripture will make a lot more sense to us, especially those who um, think, Well, this doesn't apply to me. You know, I don't get drunk. It doesn't um, speak to me because I'm not one who struggles with that. But I would encourage you to look at it from the Passion Translation, which I love so much because. In the Passion Translation, 1 Peter 5, 7-11 says, Be well balanced and always alert, because your enemy the devil roams around incessantly like a roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. Take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kinds of troubles you endure. And then, after your brief suffering, the God of all loving grace, who has called you to share in his eternal glory in Christ, will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. Yes, he will set you firmly in place and build you up. And he has all the power needed to do this forever and ever. Amen this is such an encouraging verse and it's also such a convicting verse because we have to know in our hearts as believers that the devil is roaming around incessantly like a roaring lion looking for prey to devour and we cannot allow him to prey on us to prey on our fickle emotions on our our anxieties that is why when this verse says to be well balanced and alert if we let everything going on in the news freak us out so bad that it debilitates us and makes us get stuck in that paralyzing debilitating anxious fear we are render, rendered useless. And so the devil knows that, and he is just roaring around right now, seeking for someone that he can prey on, who is feeding incessantly on the news and, and taking in every single thing that's going on in our world and letting that debilitate them to the point where they are rendered useless. And as believers in Christ, we can't afford to let that be us. We have got to fight the good fight of faith that Paul was talking about so that when Jesus comes back, he will be able to say to us, not only well done my good and faithful servant, but well done my overcomer, because we are called to be overcomers. If Jesus didn't think we could be overcomers, he wouldn't have called us that. And so we know we have this hope as an anchor for our soul that we will be standing when he comes back as his church, as his bride, as an overcomer. But there's some things we've got to do to be able to do that. We've got to take, verse 9 says, a decisive stand against the enemy and against every attack with strong, vigorous faith. So how do we have strong, vigorous faith? How do we do that in a world that seems to be collapsing all around us? Well, the one way that I know of for sure is to pray. And I think sometimes we think is um, as human beings, that prayer just is just the last resort, and that can't be farther from the truth. And that's another way the enemy is trying to deceive us to think, oh, all they're doing is praying. Well, praying is everything. Praying reaches the heart of our Father. Prayer intercedes for the people in Afghanistan. Prayer intercedes for people who are sick and suffering and struggling. Prayer bolsters our faith. Prayer changes us and prayer invites heaven down to earth and we have got to be prayer warriors mighty mighty prayer warriors for our families for our brothers and sisters in christ for the church and for our our believing friends around the world it says that we are to bolster our faith and so we do that by prayer By being in our word, in God's word, in our Bibles, in our quiet times, sometimes the world can make us seem that if we're not busy, if we're not worrying, if we're not trying to struggle and take all these things in our own hand, that we're not doing anything. And that can't be farther from the truth. That is a lie from the enemy, and we've got to know his lies. We've got to see his tactics for what they are. What his tactics do is they get us off track. And everything that Jesus said to us is countercultural. So we know that our our weapons of warfare are so much different than what the world's weapons are. We've got to use faith. We've got to use prayer, and we've got to be able to one another, each other, into fighting the good fight. Um, the other morning, my son was homesick, and he was actually he actually tested positive for COVID. And of course, as a human. Um, my first initial reaction was to feel afraid um, because of everything that we hear. But but God, right? There's always a but, comma, God. And that is when faith takes over. That is when I take my thoughts captive. The Bible says to take your thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. So yes, we will feel, we will experience and feel feel fear. That is a normal human reaction. But it's what we do with that fear that determines the course of our action. So I did what I know to do as a believer. I went and I got on my knees in my prayer closet and just cried out to God. I just cried out to him. And I asked him to cover my son in his blood and cover our family and encamp his angels around us. And I just pled the blood of Jesus and I just prayed for him to strengthen my faith and for healing. And when I got up after being on my knees and crying out to the Lord, I felt different. I felt his strength. I felt his grace. I felt his presence. The Bible says that in his presence is fullness of joy. And so there may be that feeling of the unknown But it doesn't matter because I know that faith is bigger than anything that we come against in this world. And when I can cling to that and believe the promises of God and know that he's fighting for me and believe his promises and his protection. And not only that, I mean, not even 10 minutes later, a sweet friend was calling me because I had already sent a text message to a few friends to pray. Um, And one of those faithful sisters in Christ called me and said, I know, you know, I'm praying for you and for your son, she said, but I thought you might just need to hear a sister's voice. And so in that moment, of course, tears just rolled down from my eyes because that is the one another. That is the one another, the community, the believers around you, the sisters around you who say, I'm just going to let you know that I see you, I'm praying for you, I want you to hear the sound of my voice. And she prayed for me in that moment over the phone. And again, I felt God's peace. And that is the beautiful thing about walking with the Lord and walking in community with other believers. It will help us to know that we are not alone. And God will always send people into our lives as we walk this faith walk out to encourage us, to help us, to spur one another on, to edify one another, and there's all these ways that we can walk this restoration road, this road to eternity faithfully so that we will be able to be overcomers and we never have to do it alone. God will never leave us Or forsake us and over and over and over again yesterday and this morning he has given me glimpses of how he sees me how he sees not only my son his son and um because we are all God's children and and we know that he is fighting for us he tells us in his word to just be still and know and to rest and to trust him and so that's what we do And we stake our claim and we say, the devil can't have any ground. I'm going to keep walking the good fight of faith. And I believe that God will equip us. God will give us strength and he will cover us in his grace. As we walk this road, as we seek ways to be more and more like Jesus to a dark and depraved and dying world. And as the world is seemingly falling apart we know as believers that we will be the light of christ we will be a city on a hill because he calls us to be light and salt in a dark world and we know that the testing of our faith leads us to stronger and stronger perseverance it tells us in his word that the testing of our faith increases our perseverance. And as we persevere, we grow more and more and more like Christ. And that is the goal. That is what Jesus wants. And that is how we will become overcomers in this life. And we have a beautiful inheritance in heaven waiting for us because Jesus is good, and God is good. He is a good, good Father, and He is seated on the throne. He is sovereign over every single thing going on in this world, and even though we can't understand it, we know that we can trust Him because He is faithful, and I pray that this would encourage you to really get in God's Word and get some scripture verses that you can just cling to through whatever you're walking through in this moment. Maybe you have a loved one who has COVID. Maybe you have COVID. Maybe you're praying for somebody who is walking through something completely different, but it's still a struggle. Maybe you know somebody who's left in Afghanistan. Maybe we can all just come together as believers and lift one another up like God tells us to in his word and just pray for a depraved and dying generation. We know that God is faithful and we know that we are not alone. And so I pray that this would encourage you to reach out to a brother or sister in Christ who you know might be struggling and just one another them. Reach out to them and say, I'm with you. How can I pray for you? Or I'm praying for you and and give them a scripture verse to cling to. Or if you find yourself needing help, hope or needing help be willing to reach out and just say can you pray for me I'm afraid I need to feel the voice of God through somebody else will you please encourage me there is no shame in asking for help or saying that you're struggling and so I pray that you would know that God is for you and not against you today. And I pray that you would feel his peace that passes all understanding. And I pray that you would know that God is a good, good father. And he has not left you or forsaken you. And he never will. And so be blessed today. Seek him today in a way you never have before. Get alone with him and just just pray out to him and ask him to comfort you like only he can. I pray the Holy Spirit would fall fresh on you today, and He would give you a fresh anointing of His presence and of His promise. God bless you.